0: welcome to memento vividet i'm your vegan bestie i'm your host and i'm very caffeinated and very well rested um i <laughs> i slept until eight and i that's like sleeping in for me because usually my sleeping in is like six seven a.m but i was like eight, ooh, eight waking up at eight a.m i was like oh this is oh this is like i feel like i'm in heaven because i just slept so well uh i've I've actually been sleeping a lot lately. I don't know if it's because I got sick last week. Like last week, it was so bad. I genuinely was very sick. I got like a cold. I, I kind of was scared it was COVID. But then I was like, wait, hold on. There are more sickness. There, like COVID is not the only thing you can get. So it was a cold. I got COVID tested. You know, I, I was like, okay, I can taste my food. and But when I, I rarely get sick but when I do get sick it's like the worst because it's like my body was just like and I had this talk with my sister about it and then she was like well I think you really overdid your body she was like you you were working out twice a day waking up at four in the morning going to bed till like 10 and you were working out kickboxing in the morning and weight, weight training with your trainer in the afternoon she was like i think you overdid it like your body was like enough she was like he was uh, she was like your body was like j-lo enough so i you know i rested I took, I took i was like you know i i i rested and now i'm back okay What is that Nicki minaj quote she's like i i i took some time off and now it's game time And that's exactly how I feel. Because I feel like I'm going to destroy my body this way. (laughs) As if I didn't learn anything. I was like, okay, now I'm going to destroy my body even more. (laughs) That is funny. Laugh. LOL. Also, I got my coffee. Um, It's this double torture. But honestly, this double torture tastes like nothing and coffee. It literally just tastes like espresso shots. But, like, I love it. But also, it's like, okay, but where's the flavor? Like, where is the flavor? Oh, happy August saw air okay sing with me and the lights on, and the rust on your door i never wait yeah night anything. this is a first august episode and last august we weren't doing nothing and this august we are on our grind we are killing it we are following our goals we are following our dreams because of Love, that is what we do here, okay? We follow our dreams, we follow our goals, and we get stuff done because at the end of the day, it's us who we got, okay? It's only us who can do it for us. No one else is going to do it for us. And if there's no one out there who is doing what you want to do, then you got to do be that person. Because honestly, I feel like no one does it like Manny Rico. I'm sorry. It is true. I'm tooting my own horn. And, I, and what about it? but to celebrate august i got the folklore vinyl i i need to get a record player but i got the vinyl um it is beautiful it is red on the inside because i got it at target um and it's amazing and i love okay i'm going to i'm going to hold on hold on i'm going to read you my favorite song i love how taylor put the lyrics i feel like taylor is you know just like she's always thinking about us she's always thinking about like okay where like Okay, <clears throat> guess the song. Okay, you're gonna guess the Taylor Swift song off of folklore. I want you to know I'm a mirrorball. <laughs> you'll never guess this song. I'll show you every version of yourself tonight. I'll get you out on the floor, shimmering beautiful. And when I break, in- and when I break, it's in a million pieces. Hush, when no one is around, my dear, you'll find me on my tallest tiptoes, spinning in my highest heels, love shining just for you. Hush, I know they said the end is near, but I'm still on my tallest tiptoes, spinning in my highest hills, love shining just for you. I want you to know I'm a mirror ball. I can change everything about me to fit in. You are not like the regulars, the masquerade revelers, drunk as they watch my shattered edges glisten. And they called off the circus, burned the disco down, when they sent home the horses and the rodeo clowns. I'm still on that tightrope. I'm still trying everything to get you laughing at me. I'm still a believer, but I don't know why. I've never been a natural. All I do is try, try, try. I'm still in that trapeze. I'm still trying everything to keep you looking at me. Because I'm a mirrorball. I'm a mirrorball. I'll show you every version of yourself tonight. Written by Taylor Swift and Jack Aronoff. I Obsessed with Mirrorball. At first, okay. At first, I didn't even understand what that song meant, but I just love that. Uh, I'm a bow Like I just love that, like melody and just like the music, right? But then I was sorry. I was talking about it with my friend. I was like my really, really good friend. I was like, "What do you think this song means?" Because I, I'm sometimes I okay. I realized this and like I love brains like i i think i'm attracted to minds and i feel like once i build a mind connection i'm like okay i'm intrigued but like physical yes hot whatever but like minds it's like i love going into people's minds and figuring out their their their, how their brain works like i'm like i really want to do that with doja cat i feel like doja cat is one of the most like artistic people artistic people ever and they have just such an amazing brain and i just I want to get, like, a college course off of Doja Cat's brain. But, like, it's the same with, like, Taylor Swift. Like, I want to know how their brain works for these these things. Like, I don't know. It's just something, like, artists, I I I just don't understand. And I want to understand. Like, I just want to know their brain. It's not about understanding. It's about, like, knowing what's in their brain. Like, I just love that. And, like, there's just different types of people that are so intriguing to me. Like, people who have a lot of different beliefs. Like, agnostic people. Intrigue the crap out of me bisexual people intrigue the crap out of me, pansexual people, like just like people who aren't, you know, your regular decalers. I am intrigued by you, you know, because I'm like, I'm like, okay, I want to know what you think of. I want to know like how your brain works. Like, I want to know your sign. I want to know what turns you on, what turns you off. I want to know like your red flags, your green flags. Like, I just want to know everything. Like, I want to know like how. Like, how are you vegan? Like, how do you like your eggs? Do you like Parmesan cheese? Do you like mozzarella cheese? Oh, but do you like blue? No, you like red. Oh, okay. So now let's dissect that. Or it's like, how, where were you raised? Were you raised in a beach town, in a mountain town? Were you, like, I just love, love going into people's brains. Like, it's one of my, like, my favorite things ever. And I think that's why I like, I, I, I'm like in a really good situation because this person is like, I love their brain. The guy, I'm obsessed with their brain. Um, but this week, okay, let's catch up. I got the folklore vinyl done. My favorite thing, my favorite purchase ever. Like that was the best. I need to buy a record player now because <laughs> I have a bunch of vinyls, but I broke my v- record players. I need to get a record player. That is my goal. Okay. Um, I I kickboxed. Okay, so I got a headband, and um, I kind of look like Rambo, and it was kind of it was lol. You know, giggles, ha ha ha, ho ho ho. But then. I joked about it and then like the next day i wore it someone in the middle of the class yells out rambo i was like oh this is taking me back to my high school days when i got bullied so i was like "Mm, not no more love um but anyways i saw the angel number six 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 which is beautiful um also i went to red lobster for the first time with my sister and i've never been to red lobster because hello i'm vegan why would i go to red lobster but I do remember Nicki Minaj being like, I worked at Red Lobster. She was like, I, you know, welcome to Red Lobster. May I get you some biscuits? The drink of the day is this, the drink of the day is that. And then like someone didn't tip her, like someone took her pants. So she chased her down and then she got fired. I love that story. So I went to Red Lobster and I got this like little noodles with like um, peanuts. It was very well. It was very good. I loved it. Um, oh, I've been making overnight protein um uh oatmeal which i've been obsessed with like i love overnight oats i'm doing them today i'm doing them tomorrow because it just starts my day off feeling so healthy and like you know like oats grow your butt so we i i love legs so you know i like to work on that but the recipe is this write it down oats a cup of oats uh a thing of protein a scoop of protein powder uh a scoop of peanut butter a scoop of jelly and oat milk okay that are almond milk. That is the recipe, and then you just put it in a mason jar and you leave it overnight, and then in the day is ready and you mix it. Um, I've also been journaling a lot lately. I think it's good to clear my head. You know, I've 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 just been like this week. Like I told you, I, it's just kind of been a mess for me just because I got sick. So, like, my energy was already kind of wasted in, like, my body trying to recoup my own energy. So, I was just like, okay, like, I need to, you know, get it together. And journaling really helps me with that. I didn't – I read, like, two days just because, like I said, like, my energy was just, like, really focused on, you know, surviving. So, I didn't have much energy to read. Um, And then I went back to school shopping with my niece, which I'm obsessed with. I love her so much. And I'm going to do an episode about school. Um, oh, yesterday. Okay. Yesterday I went to this bar for the first time. It was very weird. Okay. Because I'm not 21. Like I can't drink and I don't think I want to drink. I just don't like alcohol. Um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like, hold on. I have like really bad addictive genes. Like I, I do. So I'm scared to do drugs just because I, well, I don't consider marijuana a drug, but like, you know, alcohol, cocaine, heroin. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, I don't want to do heroin. No, but like, I have like addictive drug, uh, addictive genes, so it's like, I'm scared to like get hooked on alcohol. So I'm like, that's like, whatever. But I went to the bar for the first time, and it was like a bowling pool bar. One- I'm the worst at pool. Like, I'm absolutely the worst. But it was fun. Um, Bowling, I'm not, like, the best, but I'm not the worst. I think those sports, I think, like, those little things, you kind of just have to take it with, like, a a pinch of salt and a shot of Tylenol. Like, it's not that serious. And, like, people who get so uptight over bowling and pool, it's a dog. It's really not that serious. Like, it's literally just a little pastime. Like, don't kill the vibe. Um, and then after that, Oh, they had veggie burgers, which I was upset. Well, obviously it's downtown Denver. Like, of course you're going to have veggie burgers. So I had a veggie burger and I didn't know like you open a tab and then you keep ordering stuff. I was like, this is wild. Like this feels great. So I just got an energy drink, but they got it out of like a, a, a like a tab. Like they put something down and energy drink came out of that. I was like, that is impressive. So then we left, and I went to Voodoo Donuts. I got a chocolate donut, and I got a uh, a little coffee in a can. It was the best thing ever. There was also a uh, a a dick shaped donut called, and it was eat me. <laughs> it was funny. Um, but I love Voodoo Donuts. If you ever like search up a Voodoo Donut in your town, um. Because it's one of the best donuts ever. Like, I, I just like them because they're vegan. Oh, I've also been obsessed with frozen yogurt. Like, I love frozen yogurt. Frozen yogurt is the best. I love it. Um, I love those little, like, uh, they're called poppers. <laughs> little <balls. laughs> They're called poppers. But they're like the strawberry ones with, like, coconut. It's really good. Um, oh, okay. We have to talk about Beyonce's album real fast before I get into the topic. I know the topic, the topic. But Beyonce's album. Okay, my standouts are... I'm that girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I say it like that. I'm that girl. Uh, plastic off the sofa. Virgo's groove. Thick summer renaissance. Uh, pure honey. I literally named name the whole album. Honestly, every, like, there's no, like, if, okay. But let's talk about a bad album. Calvin Harris's new album. What in the world is Calvin Harris? Like, did Taylor Swift take all of Calvin Harris's good music? Like, I'm sorry. What is this? The only good songs that I liked is New To You, the one with Normani and Tinashe. I liked, um, uh, so we have New To You, I love. Woman of the Year, I'm trying to get into because it's Chloe, so I like that. Um, and I like. I really liked Live My Best Life with Snoop dog and Lotto. I really like that song. Um, also, Somebody Else with Georgia Smith, I really liked. But, okay, here's the thing. Like, I have a bone to pick with Calvin Harris. Like, why does he get, like, the most, like, beautiful melody like the beautiful song he gets the most and like the best artist to sing these songs and then randomly he puts in a rapper's verse like he did this with frank ocean do you remember the first um uh funk wave album uh with frank ocean and then he put migos randomly in there i was like okay is this really necessary? Like, it's giving too much. Like, you're just doing too much. Like, it's fine. We don't need the rappers in this song. Like, at all. Like, at all. Like, we we, we can't live without this. I promise you. The, these songs would have been perfect if we didn't have the rappers. Okay? Take out the rappers. Especially the male rappers. Okay? Not the female rappers. The male rappers. I don't like them. I don't like Offset. I don't like 21 Savage. I don't like Lil Dirk. I don't like them when they're in, like, this, like, Tinashe Normani song. And then Offset is like you know, just rapping. I'm like, what is this? Like, this is so random. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. I didn't like it. Um, then that is my opinion. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just didn't like, I no, I actually kind of like the 21 Savage song. That song was kind of good, but I'm not like a 21 Savage person. Um, I don't like being, I, I also kind of don't like Playboy Cardi either. Um, just my opinion. I just don't like that sort of rap, but you know, whatever gets, you know, whatever you like is whatever, but, um, that was my music. Uh, I love, 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 Plastic Off The Sofa. Um, uh, Also, it was co-written by Sabrina Claudio. Also, I yesterday, while I was on the way downtown, I, it was like a 20-minute drive. So I listened to Sabrina Carpenter's new album. And the first song, the one about her dad, I was like, oh, I was... Freaking like wow this is so good like i love this song so i'm, I'm i want to get into her album because i feel like she really poured her soul into that album and i'm like okay i'm reading the lyrics because listen to the lyrics and also someone said that she went to the ariana grande um uh, camp of of writing and i was like yeah she did anyways today's topic is he- about healing uh i feel like this topic is kind of deep but I really wanted to get into it just because I love deep topics. And I feel like, I feel like my podcast, it's kind of like those, like really like those conversations that you have either when it's like 2am or when you're high out of your mind. I feel like that's my, that's the vibe of my podcast that I want to give, or like you're on a FaceTime call, you know, like when you, when you're on a FaceTime call and you randomly like start getting into a deep topic out of nowhere and you're like, oh, i guess we're doing that now i feel like that's my podcast i feel like my podcast is great on that so we're gonna talk about healing i feel like i've done a lot of healing lately i feel like since i was like 15 like 15 i feel like that was like the point where i i was hurt. i was so hurt at like 15 and then i i casually like was like realizing and then i as 18 19 i really realized a lot of things you know i feel like freaking kylie jenner saying i'm realizing things which i don't even like Kylie. Jenner. anyways um that's none of my business but uh <laughs> uh I, I feel like when i turned 18 19 i started actually viewing a lot of things differently and like seeing o- like opening my eyes to a lot of things and then now i'm like starting my healing process so it's like it's like a long thing of like wow you're, you're barely healed like you' are just started healing um and i feel like we're gonna go in sections uh i feel like i'm gonna start with the biggest one which and that's like the biggest one for me also is like my parents i feel like i've I've came to the realization that my parents are, you know, they're human. I'm not, I, I stopped excusing my parents. Like I stopped being like, you're, I, I, I used to, I, I used to excuse their behavior towards, you know, me and towards how they treated me and towards how they viewed me. um, Just because I have different beliefs. I, I, you know, I'm obviously queer and like, they don't Being first generation Mexican religious. It's like, they don't vibe with that. And we've came to, you know, terms of agreement. But I feel like my parents kind of crossed the line of being like, unconditional love no matter what. I feel like that was their only job as a parent. I feel like the only job as a parent is to love your child unconditionally. Like no matter if they're straight, gay, bi, trans, whatever, you're supposed to love your children no matter what. And if you don't, you don't even deserve children. That is Point bank, period. I, I genuinely like stopped making excuses for my parents. I'm like, there's no there's no exception. Like, I'm sorry, I don't care if you were born in Mexico, I don't care if you were born in the 60s, I don't care if you know you were raised differently. You had so much time, you had so much time to adapt, you had so much time to evolve, you had so many different kids to teach differently. And now it's like, I'm barely 19. And I, you know, like my parents really did a number on me, like my, like these things, like the stuff that they tell me, how they treat me and stuff. It's like these things I have to go to severe therapy for, like, I'm, I'm paying for this stuff. I'm like, my parents should be paying for my therapy for all the trauma they cost me. So it's like, I'm barely healing. You know, me, I'm the kid in the situation, no matter if you're 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, you know, 10, 11, You are still the kid in the situation. You are the kid and your parents were supposed to love you unconditionally. And I, I, I think I got to the point where I don't even care if like my parents are in my life or not. Like I, I kind of, this is really sharing a lot with you, but I stopped sharing my life with my parents because I was like, you don't deserve me. And I, it's kind of harsh and it's kind of, you know, a little bit, you know, out there, but I was like, you don't deserve to know me anymore because Your one job that was supposed to love me unconditionally, you have failed at. You have failed me. Okay. And like, this is something that I've, you know, I've talked to my therapist about and it's something that, you know, is, is, it's really hard for me to like come to terms with, but I have. And I'm, like, now that I'm able to, like, move past you and, like, kind of, like, walk over, I'm, like, I feel so much better. Like, I'm, like, you're just a person in my life who, you know, raised me in a way and who, you know, gave me what I wanted and gave me what I needed. But you never gave me love. You never gave me support. You never gave me respect. You never gave me the benefit of the doubt. You never told me. Like, I, I was crying to my therapist the other day because I was, like, I cry when people tell me they're proud of me. Like I, I, the other day, my kickbox uh, trainer was like, I'm so proud of you. Like you've gotten so far and like you, you, you look great. And like your, your punches and your kicks are so good. And I started crying and she was like, that's not normal. She was like, your parents never told you they were proud of you. That's why you get emotional when they, when, when other people tell you they're proud of you. And that really struck a chord with me. I was like, that's, like, I was like, that's their only job. I was like, their only job is to love your kids and to be proud of them, no matter the situation, no matter if the atheist, agnostic, you know, Christian, Catholic, Jewish, whatever, like, you're supposed to love your children unconditionally. And it's like, my parents felt that and I'm, and I'm like, you know what, I don't need your apologies. I that's not going to do anything. The damage is already done. I'm just going to move on. I feel like that's the only way I can heal. I feel like my healing process is different from a lot of people's healing process. I feel like I'm able to be like, "You know what? You're just a human being and I get it, you messed up and uh I I'm not exclusive I'm not excusing your behavior because it's uh, it's absolutely unreasonable and we're done." Like I like I just stopped I kind of just stopped talking to my mom. Um I kind of st- I rarely talk to my dad. And like it it hurts a lot, but I'm like, this is my healing. This is how I'm going to heal. And maybe later in my life when I have kids or later in my life when I move out, which I'm moving out very soon, um, when I do all these things, maybe our relationship might get better. But right now, it's just like no. Like I don't see it. Like I don't I don't want my parents in my life. I they've done enough damage to hurt me so many times. And it's like now it's my life. Like I this is really, really harsh and like Please excuse me if this hurts you. But I started living my life as in, like, my parents are going to die one day. Like, it's true. I'm going to die one day. You're going to die one day. Everyone's going to die. I'm like, I'm not going to live my life based on what you want because at the end of the day, you're going to die and I'm going to be living a life that I'm not happy about. And like, it hurts, it sucks, whatever. I got past it, whatever. I don't care. We're all going to die. So I was just, this is like harsh, Manny. Okay. I'm sorry if you don't like this, Manny, but this is harsh, Manny. This is what I tell myself. And this is how I, Heal, and this is my healing process. My healing process is harsh. I like to see things clear. I like to be like, you know what? This is how it is. Okay, my parents are going to die one day. I'm not going to live my life based on what they want for me. I'm not gonna be this little church kid. I'm not gonna be straight. I'm not gonna do whatever they want. Like, no, this like you already live your life. Whatever, I don't care. So I, this is really harsh. I'm so sorry. I'm like getting very mad just because I feel like my parents have failed me. And it's super sad to think about, um, <laughs> um, they just did. And I don't know if you've ever felt felt like your parents have failed you, but it's one of the worst feelings ever. Like I, I was like, this is the, o- your only job was to love me. That was your, like, I didn't ask for anything but love from you. I wanted time with you. I wanted to play with you. I wanted, I want you to tell me you're proud of me. Even if I'm queer, even if I'm agnostic, like how do you not love someone when they're just being themselves? Like, that is absolutely bonkers to me. Like, I just don't understand that from a person. You know, it's like, why are you going to have kids if you're not going to love them unconditionally? So it's like, I get it that you're first gen, I get it that you're an immigrant. I get it that your parents, you know, never treated you this way. But this is, you have to adapt, you have to evolve. And it's like, I'm not going to hold your hand through everything because this is toxic. Like this is harming me, holding you through, <clears throat> holding you through everything is harming me. So it's like, I'm not, I'm just going to debt it. Okay. So that's one. Okay. Parents. Um, I feel like when you're healing from toxic, uh, relationship with like your friends, because there is some healing from your friends that have harmed you. Um, I feel like knowing that people will come and go, like everyone is replaceable. Um, I feel like sometimes when you're healing from a past relationship, even if you're like your partner or like your friends, um, I like to think of people will come and go and people are here for a lesson. So I've always tried to view the people in my life as being in the present because you never know situations might change, feelings might change, whatever. So it's like just being in the present right now and healing from people in the past who have hurt you in your friendships I've learned to be like, you know what, we had our good moments, we had our sad moments. And I'm sure this is not the death of me. I'm sure I'm going to meet a lot more people. And you kind of just have to tell you this, you kind of just have to tell yourself these things, because no matter the situation, you're gonna keep meeting new people, like your life is going to move on. And it sucks and it hurts. But it's true. You know, like, we we kind of can't be so we can't hold on to people that have left like we just can't like you just you, you'll never grow. You'll never evolve. You'll never meet other people either because you're closing your mind to meeting new people. And I've had best friends who have left me. I've been ghosted a lot of times. So like healing from ghosting is kind of like being like, you know what? there's so many more people in this world. I'm sure I'm going to find someone who loves me unconditionally. I'm sure I'm going to, like, I'm positive. Like, I'm extremely positive. I'm going to meet someone who loves me no matter what. I'm extremely positive. Um, and you should too, because our life, our universe, I, our soul is, there's someone out there for us. Friendships, partners, lovers, chosen family. I'm very big on chosen family. And I think healing from family behavior is also very important. Um, I I I kind of do have a toxic family. Uh, my siblings are very, you know uh, like, love you, love you conditionally, like, love you. Like my siblings are kind of like, I love you. If you do these things, I love you. I'll, I I'll stop loving you if you, do, if you start doing these things. So it's never like that sibling love. And I never really got that. I never got the unconditional sibling love, except from my two sisters, which I abs- absolutely adore. And I appreciate so, so, so much. Um, and I feel like that's the universe, you know, being like, you know what? here's these two people who will love you unconditionally because you deserve it. Because this is like, I'm not applauding a fish for swimming. I'm sorry. I'm not applauding a fish for swimming because people love me unconditionally. Like that is what you're supposed to do. But the universe was like, you know what, here's these two people who will love you no matter what. And they're my blood and I love them forever and ever and ever. And they're really special to me. And although we argue sometimes, whatever, they know I'm there for them always. And they're, I know they're going to be there for me too. Um, but I healing from like sibling h- hatred or f- sibling, you know, feeling like you don't have that sibling love is very, uh, is very difficult, at least for me. Um, But what I like to think of is chosen family. I, I'm a true believer in chosen family. I feel like I do have friends, my best friends are like my sisters to me Um, because I, it comes to a point where if you talk and like you randomly stop talking and then you talk again, I feel like that's like sibling love for me. And I, 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 I think I've become really cold hearted lately. Um, <laughs> Like this past year and a half I've, I've, I've been, I've, I've, I'm becoming a lot cold hearted to my family. Like I've, I've, I've been realizing the old, like I've been realizing the really toxic stuff that they've done. So I've just been like, you know what? You don't actually love me. Like you really don't. So I'm not going to return. I'm not, I'm just matching your energy at this point. So you know, I, I'm okay if my siblings stop talking to me one day because I love who I love and I do what I do. Like I couldn't care less. Like if you, if this is how you act, then you don't deserve me in your life. Okay. So I've gotten to that point where it's like, I don't care. Like, I really don't care if you don't talk to me. I couldn't care less. I wish you the well. I, I wish you the well. I wish you well. There's always love. There's always going to be love. And if they call me one day and they're like, Hey, do you want to get lunch? I'm like, yes, I'm there just because I love these people. But my love is 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 it's only numbered because you have shown me that you love me conditionally and I don't deserve that and I know my worth and I know that I deserve unconditional love and I'm going to get unconditional love because you you're just because we're family doesn't mean that you're that that's all I have no there's so many more different people in this world that will love me unconditionally and i've and I've seen that and I've experienced that and it's like my own family can't do that are you kidding me that is that is insane. So it's like, I'm healing from this. This is this, like my family not loving me unconditionally is something that I'm healing from. And it's something difficult for me because it's like, I see other people like being loved unconditionally from their siblings and their parents. And I'm like, why can't you do this? Like it's, why can't you do this? And it all comes down to religion. And that is why I'm so against religion and organized religion, especially it's organized religion I'm against. And it's just like, I don't get it. And it's something that is healing and it's something that I'm healing from. And it's something that, you know, I go to therapy for and I'm, I feel, I've been feeling so much better and I've, I've actually, you know, I can understand these things more a lot lately with therapy and I can feel much better. And I, I'm actually really in a really good mental state, not, not the best. I'm, I'm going to be real. I'm not, the best mental state but it has been a lot better lately I've've I'm having people in my life who love me unconditionally and that's what I deserve and that's what you deserve too um but uh, that was today's episode sorry I got a little angry and I cried a little um but I love you so much let's take a breather everything will be okay life is better and